Walking like I talk it, and my walk matching my words. With these nouns and these verbs, I'm too absurd. Watch and learn. I'm the type to execute. You the type to just observe. It's funny how she pitch it to me, but she the one that got the curves. Love. They probably thought I would just chill on this beat. Forget it. This verse is for everybody who said I was nobody. I hope they regret it. Let's get it popping. I'm hot and I'm ready. You come from the bottom, then you got get it. Looking at the one who really got bars. I walk in the room and they drop a confetti. Hello, 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 everyone. Hi, everyone. This is Damio. And this is Erica Mona. And this is Cross Culture. <laughs> I don't know I always laugh after that. Because it's getting smoother. I know. It's, it's so cute, too. But yes, welcome to Cross Cultured. Um... So, Erica, for those new listeners um, mm-hmm. that might not know where cross-cultured is, what is cross-cultured? So, cross-cultured. Um, from a woman's point of view, cross-cultured are the different, different um, cultures, different um, hats you have to wear, the different roles you have to play, the different identities, the different personalities, nuances, the different things that make you, make you whole as a woman. You know, where you are either a mother, a president, you know, a producer, a movie star. All the things that you have that you've been brought up with or whatever and just makes it into your best self. Mm, I like that answer. Mm. Good job. It relates to our topic. It does. You know. Ooh. But yes, yes. I just want to do a quick shout out to my little sister because yes. she's here. She's our first live audience. Yes. Missy. Hi, baby. Hey, girl. <laughs> you want to say hi, Missy? You want to say hi? Come on, say hi. It's okay. (laughs) Hey, guys. (laughs) She's like our biggest supporter. Yes. All right. But yes, girl, let's get into the topic. And what do we normally do? Oh, wait. We got to give our social media thing. I don't know why we always... We're trying to do better at that, y'all. Hold us accountable. I know, right? Tag me in the episode if I don't do it. Exactly. But yes, I am... um, Follow me on Instagram. uh, Erica Mona. E-R-I-K-A-M-O-N-A-A. Follow your lock page too. Oh, I have a new lock page, guys. Uh, for you guys that don't know, I, I do have um locks. And my lock page is Mona's Locks. So M O N A S L O C S Locks. And also our cross cultured page. Throw that I don't out know there. why we don't always say that too. That's so it funny. is cross X cultured podcast. That's really long to spell, but Yes, that is our Twitter and Instagram. Yes. It's literally the exact title of the podcast with the word podcast. Exactly. Oh, and follow me at Damn I'm Fine (laughs) uh, at D-A-M underscore I'm Fine. I'm Fine. That's so original. Thank you. I made it like years ago. I know you did. Like since college. It's really been high school, actually. Really? Yeah, since like my senior year of high school. Did you have Instagram in high school? No, but it was my Twitter name. Oh, yeah. you have been on Twitter forever. I no, I'm an OG social media. You are true. All right. So you guys know what we like to start with. This is episode what? I'm sorry. This is episode 16. 16. 16. Um, should we let them know? Maybe at the end. Okay. At the end. All right. So episode 16, one, six. So y'all, y'all know how we like to start. We like to start with <laughs> okay, um, so one of the hot topics that I found hilarious, you know I like um, white chaos and when white people are upset, mm. and one of the things that they were big mad at this week was that the MTV TV and music, I mean TV and film awards were this week, and Love and Hip Hop ATL won reality royalty. They did. They did. Shout out to them for winning uh, reality royalty. However... 
those that were on another reality show that I no longer subscribe to, Jersey, Jersey Shore. Shore. Um, they were they big mad. Big mad. Not even Jersey Shore. Even like um, cast from RuPaul Drag Race. Yes. You know, like, you could see their reaction. They were like, whoa. Everybody was like, how? You're hip hop. And I was just like... Low key, if you think about it though, look, because I was the other day, first I was like, oh, okay. But then if you think about love and hip hop, Jocelyn, Stevie J, that drama, G. Yes. It was serious. Let's, let's it was just serious. even get into like, I think what makes them mad, right, is like now you're, we have a black reality show that is a black reality show and it is a contending with every reality show it out is. there. It's not just Isn't black it like the entertainment. Only one? Uh, I mean, there's like uh, Real Housewives and the Basketball Wives. Okay, and stuff I forgot like that. about that one. But in terms of like that TV, what do they call it? A docu series, drama, reality, or whatever uh-huh. in that genre. Yeah, I think that like they are killing it for because that because that is essentially what Jersey Shore, the real world, all of those type of things, road rules, and the challenge. They, Jersey they Shore is not popping anymore like that. I feel like tried. if they did this awards back then, In a few years ago, yes, of course they should yeah. get it. But like right now. What do you guys want to get it off exactly. off of your old drama? You know what I mean yeah. with Sam Sam and what's his and name? Ronnie, Come on now. Cares. But I think another thing that I read about, um, I think one of the cast she said is the fact that you know, um, Love and Hip Hop is on VH1, not on MTV. So you know, Jersey Shore was on MTV. So she was like, you know, we were the home, um, you what? know, TV show. They better stop acting like Viacom <laughs> is not their provider. That's true. Uh, That's stop. true. They That's tried true. it. Viacom That's is true. your daddy. That's your brothers and sisters. Don't do right, that. Right, y'all relate. Like, don't do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think they need to serve it. And then you know, what's the name? Um, Bambi, you know, and Scrap yeah. girl, she walked with her head, her head up high, like, yo, we deserve all, this but, award. But Carly blew me. Carly Rae really acted like she won an Emmy or something. Girl, I was like, Carly, because yeah. that's probably the only award she's ever gonna get. Damn. I mean, let's be real. What other award is she gonna get? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, what's what's next? Um, are we going in some we, order? Yeah, we could go in order in this one. Um, okay, okay, A- Auntie Mona. <laughs> <laughs> You know, why I actually like to be called Auntie Mona, depending, you know, if you're really young, you know, if you're like my niece and nephew, like. Maybe because, you know, we're oh. Nigerian. As Oprah said, because we're African, we can call her Auntie. So basically, she made a post. First of all, it was Ava who started it, you know. Yeah. She made a post saying, you know, basically how she doesn't really like being called Auntie. Mm-hmm. You know, like she doesn't get why people call her Auntie, right. you know. Which, who was calling Ava Auntie? I, I think maybe on Twitter. I've maybe never some even people. Seen anybody call Ava Auntie. I think on Twitter, some people refer, like, oh, that's my Auntie or Auntie Ava. She brought a new show, whatever, things like that. Oh. And then out of nowhere, weeks later, Oprah was like, Oh yeah, and me and Gail, we don't like to be called auntie. We're not your aunties. Girl, first of all, Oprah, we've been calling you auntie for like damn near over a decade now. Oprah is in shop. Somebody that in fact we should be calling mommy. Exact respect. <laughs> like, girl, you first of all, you 60 something. Oprah has she has a, a problem with accountability. Yeah. Oprah don't wanna be, it's like she just wanna wanna be young mm-hmm. and have no responsibility. It just girl, you don't have to you don't have to put us in your will because we call you Auntie <gasps> Oprah. It's okay. Like, like we're not asking for anything. Yeah, like it's literally us just trying to acknowledge that you are a pillar in the black community. And we respect you. That's just really that's, what it that's is. That's literally it. But fine, Oprah. 
Because we don't call... I'm trying who else. What other, like, older celebrity? Um, uh, Mama Maxine Waters. We call her Auntie Maxine. Exactly. Or depending on who's saying it, they say Mama Maxine. It's out of respect. Auntie you Angelique. Because we don't call every older, like, celebrity... Her, auntie, auntie, exactly. You know what I mean? So it's exactly. out of respect. I just feel like it was just... Why and are you not just saying this, though? My I'm thing like, is what? that... I, you know what? Monique told us. Monique told us something off with Oprah, and we all tried to act like Monique crazy. She's from Baltimore. Monique is real. She talk- Monique told us the tea a long time ago. That what Oprah- was she said? You know, I need to watch, go back and watch all those interviews. Oprah is coonish. She's. Are you she said serious? She's like Oprah, somewhat of a coon. That y'all just y'all just let her be just because she's black and rich. That don't mean she want the best for all black people yeah. all the time. Yeah. And I think that when Oprah made that statement that it's okay in Africa because that's their culture, I feel, I feel like for you to make a statement like that is like... Like it's not a black American culture yeah, as well. Yeah, it's just kind of like... It's a you, black culture. It's a, it's a black culture thing. It's like a lot of black culture comes from African culture. Yeah. It's it's literally black culture is what is remembered or what was able to be put together from African culture that yeah. was taken from them. So I just feel like, what are you trying to say? Like, y'all not the purebred blacks? Or what is like, what I is don't, that? I don't even know. Um, I just think it was just so unnecessary. Take it as respect. I could understand Ava a little bit. Maybe she's a little bit younger, you know? Yeah, and I guess. Is she, she married? I don't think no, she's married. I don't, I don't think, think so. she has kids. Mm-mm. So I could get how she probably like, she doesn't want to feel older. She's like, don't day, age me. You yeah. know, but it's like. But Gail and Oprah. Girl, bye. Who's Gail? I beg. Dang. <laughs> you know, Gail on the little I love Gail. I, I love Gail, but it's like, it's, that's just so unnecessary. I don't even want to talk about this fool no more. Well, Chris Brown. Yes. That's your baby. That's not my baby. Stop. Listen, don't stop. You, listen, stop. you know what I was thinking the other day? Don't you have, was it one of your teddy bear named Christopher? Christopher J. But Christopher, we was inspired by Chris Brown. Chris, I this, mean, this was definitely oh, a good eight years that's ago. That's what I'm saying. Well, he was your baby. He was. I had a, a, a crush. Brief crush on Chris Brown, but there's nothing wrong with having a brief I never crush. said, but you just the one really denied it like hard. you putting it on me like, Chris now. You don't want to accept it now at all. No, Chris now is not my it's not the at same. all. Uh-uh. Christopher, Christopher Maurice has lost his mind. I'm tired of him. So basically, he's having a second baby. Wait, so is this a rumor or this is like fact? This is true. He said he said it under the girl page, like baby mama, so on and so forth. But you know, Christopher is crazy, so we don't know. And then today, it popped up that he has another girlfriend who is yet again a not- a black girl. Um, I don't so, understand. Like, is it that that's all is in Hollywood? That's all you're surrounded by? I feel like black women know better than today. Chris Brown. Low key. Mm. Like, I don't think any black woman is would really, really fun to be like, oh, let me be with Chris Brown. And I feel like, you know, not to diss any non-black women, but I think that's a lot of the arguments too. Like, even a black man would say that, I guess, you know, black women, we don't take their nonsense. Exactly. You know what I mean? We don't like... Be hella submissive or bow down to your yeah. nonsense. Like we would correct you if you're doing wrong. Like you know some, what I mean? like a black woman would tell Chris, "Can you please put down the cocaine and stop yes. it?" Yeah, like we would be like, "You're a grown man. He like, still acts like he's 18. Exactly. He be acting like he's Sway Lee and them age. Sway Lee and them ain't even no kid. If we want to be honest, just they are short. Sway Lee and them definitely are in our mid to late twenties. They oh, not really? like no 19, I'm thinking 20. they're like 21. Or no, they they a little. They got some. I don't think acting so young to me. It's just so annoying. But yeah, well, Chris Brown, we'll see. We'll see when the baby comes up. Maybe he should do a pop up like Trey Songs, because you know the baby pop up out of nowhere. Man, his first daughter came up out of nowhere, so he might as well keep that yep. energy. 
Yeah, you need to do better. You need to keep track of who you're sleeping with. You know who you having unprotected sex with. You know what I mean? Like, there's a chance you may get. I this feel like he pregnant. knows. He just, you know, he's, he's careless. He reckless. just has the luxury. Men just have the luxury, uh, especially if they're in the public eye, of us rich. never knowing they're they're pregnant. Yeah, because it doesn't show. On it doesn't them. show exactly. Tory uh, Lanez. Yeah. Okay, so this is the thing with the Tory Lane scandal, right? Okay. So there's two sides to the story. So Tory Lane's put up a post on Instagram, which was like a little video of him being at a video set, and there was a dark-skinned uh, video model, and then the director switched her for a light-skinned model. And Tory Lane's makes this whole thing about how, um, you know, in the industry, we need to stop doing that. We need to cherish our black queens, our dark-skinned queens, yep. so on and so forth, which was a great me- message, right? Yeah. But then, dun-dun-dun... On Twitter, the video <laughs> models and the directors actually got a, on there and was like... Wait, they the video model and the director? Yeah, they, they were on Twitter. They had like a little Twitter rant and they were oh, really? saying how um, Tory Kappen, basically that it, he staged it to look like that. that oh literally, my God. She, she even herself said that... Um, no, the directors handpick me themselves so they don't have a colorism issue. I've worked with them many times on many no videos. No way. She even went as far as to say that, in fact, Tori complimented the light skin model all day and barely talked to me. Wow. Because I did see someone tweet that and they said that, oh, um, it was just all, you know, it's, it's a scam. Mm-hmm. You know, it's lies. But I'm like, oh, maybe it's just someone just saying that. Oh, no. They said. That, Are you serious? So they said Tori trying to use this as a moment. Because ain't other. no one is talking. No talking about him because even that video it's like okay you posted it but then he also put a whole long paragraph love our black women you know it starts with us as black men i've seen producers always use light lighter skin and not appreciate their hair their features so all this was just a setup just so for yeah, dramatics they said he 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 you know he staged it for to what? look like it. i mean because we live in an era where social conflict and social critique is a marketing strategy you get what I'm Such saying? Such a hypocrite. It is a marketing strategy. Like, people doing... People use I race just, as a marketing strategy. I just strategy. hate when people use sensitive issues like that, though. Like, race, like, colorism, why? So, just to make you look good. And then, the fact that you mentioned that he was actually even complimenting the lighter skin lady. Exactly. And not even... The, he didn't talk to... Oh, my God. It was a video, though. It just looked like... oh. It didn't really look that deep. You know what I mean? It, it like, it just like, it it was like, like time for the other girl to come to in. To come in, right? Like, I don't know. That just blew Here me. Okay, that just really blew me. So Tori talking, then Tori talking about, but the message still stands. You right? Uh, the, the well, are, are you following stands. the message? Are you living by that message? Is that what you do? Mm. No, it's not. Uh, real quick though, did you hear about Fetty Wap? I did hear about Being that. I heard, I heard different different stories. Do somebody Twitter is the place where all secrets I get know, on, you know revealed because on top of that, somebody on Twitter was like, "Oh, I was there." What happened was the girl starts screaming. So what's the initial story? So okay, so the initial story is that Fetty Wap is being investigated. Yeah, for um, a felony for battery. a felony battery, and there's a video of him basically smacking the phone, the phone from a girl's hand, and then she posted a cut on her ankle, which don't tell me nothing. But oh, so somebody was saying though on Twitter how they were there, and what happened was that you know I guess you know regular video vixen rapper stuff they get into it, and mm-hmm. then. She grabs the phone and she's like, she just starts screaming, "You, he hit me, he hit, hit me, me, yeah." As a ploy, and then he smacked the phone out of her hand, like, "Stop playing with me, that you know, stop trying to tarnish my exactly." Hands. Um, I mean, it's, it's people would definitely do anything to sue a celebrity, you know, to get some paycheck, to get some, you know, attention. 
but it's like did it really happen um it just it, the video only showed him smacking the phone out of her hand and then the picture she posted was a scratched ankle which uh-huh. he, but how did he get down to her ankle that's what i'm saying literally like you probably just scraped her ankle running or doing something or, <sighs> here's my thing has he made i don't think he's made any comment or post no, about it yet. Ain't even about all that mm-hmm. um Hoes gonna hoe. And this is my thing. <laughs> no, for real. Because I think that it's like, in this era especially, men, celebrity men, men with with wealth, y'all have to start doing better and start knowing the women that you're inviting into your personal know spaces. Know who you surround yourself y'all with. Y'all can't just see pretty oh, girls. Oh, she's pretty girl. She's and, thick. And just be like, oh, she, come back to she my the home. She's a bad bitch. That's the one, I, exactly. They, they in your home. They in the, you have, it, it's too much. The power of social media is too powerful. Everybody has it. Like, you guys have to start making smarter decisions. Those girls are around you for one and only reason. For fame. Exactly. To, you know, be with you, sleep with you, to get a child, exactly. to get a paycheck, a meal ticket, exactly. to be on your Instagram. That Everyone's trying to be famous one way or the other. Exactly. You know what I mean? Everybody so, trying to do something. So, yeah. So, like, y'all really got to start, you know... I, I don't y'all don't have to continuously bring people home from the club. You can just right. you can just I'm go to the club. All the baby mamas you already got though. For real, for real. It's like you really could just go to the club and come home. It, it don't always have to be an after party. Um but before we get into a deep topic, um so let's talk about this lady um named Marijuana Pepsi. So that she has gone marijuana right, Pepsi. doctor. She has gone viral for earning her PhD with um dissertation on uncommon names so her actual real name birth name on certificate her mama named her marijuana pepsi marijuana though her parents really should have been investigated by social services i like for real for real because why would you do that marijuana pepsi first of all this is not even no ethnic name this ain't no baquisha laquisha this is not even that you know what i'm saying like, like marijuana then no listen though pepsi Exactly <laughs> like Pepsi too. You could have picked one. Even one. if you said marijuana, okay, you love the plant. You leave, you you know exactly. you live by the plant. Marijuana, Mother Nature. Low key marijuana do roll. It off could the be tongue. a name, marijuana. Yeah, you know? it do kind of roll off the tongue if but, you didn't know it was weed, right. But I think someone said that they should have named her marijuana Coke, like marijuana and Coke. <laughs> but first of all, no, her, her mother, her mother. Well, her family was probably high off marijuana. That's bogus. And they're probably though. drinking Pepsi while they get birth. That's, that's really. But also, <laughs> you ain't think to change your name by now. Because I would have changed my name, bro. I it mean, hey. been, it been, I would have broke it up. It would have been Mary Dash Wana, and I would have dropped Pepsi. Right, you right, Mary Dash. Oh, that would that's be nice. what I would have did. It would have been Mary. Then drop Pepsi. I'm like, what is even her real last name? Because that cannot even. It's like be. Van Dyke or something like that. Van Der Dyke or something like that. And she's she's proud about her name. Hey, she she's like, I'm gonna you know use this. name. I mean, she spun it uncommon names as a PhD. Exactly. Granted, and I don't you know, know what you're gonna do with that, but. Hey, you have a PhD? Maybe she's a professor or something. You on the shade room? So yeah, you know. Marijuana Pepsi. All right, girl. You go, Dr. Marijuana mm-hmm. Pepsi. All right. Um, let's see. What else is in it? Um, okay. The reparations. I just want to talk about that one. Okay. Do you want to? Okay. So, earlier, t- I'm sorry. I don't know. I had to get my thoughts together. Oh, sorry. So, go earlier ahead. in um, Congress this week, they were discussing on Capitol Hill reparations. 
Um, now with reparations. So for African listeners, because you know, I, I do know what reparations are, but I know like even in high school and later on, early my early years in college, I didn't really know what that was. So what is reparations? Explain it to us for our African listeners. Okay. Um, for those of you that don't know what reparations is, so reparations, um, was something is something that you give back in return. Um, or as a kind of like a solace for wrongdoing, right? Mm-hmm. So in American history, um, repara- as reparations for slavery, the atrocity that happened to African Americans, um, African Americans were promised forty acres and a mule right. to be able to Girl, start how many their years life. Ago was that like, that they promised that? Literally, mm. like five hundred years ago now. Um, <laughs> five hundred years so, ago. So you know. Black people never received the 40 acres and a mule. So we never received reparations of any sort for slavery. So now, I don't know what necessarily brought this whole conversation. It's been, you know, it's back and forth. It's like, this came up like two years ago, then last year, this year. Yeah, I know it's always like a conversation, too, that like, you know, it's one of those cookout conversations. If you would like the... the, uh, the, the woke people at the cookout mm-hmm. you start branching off like so we deserve reparations and what should our reparations right. be right so you start thinking about that but um you know men such as Tennessee Ta- Colts mm-hmm. went on congress to talk about it as well as um who was oh Danny Glover for those of you who don't know Danny Glover that was Mr. in the color purple mm-hmm. as well as in Lethal Weapon yeah. and other movies um so they went to kind of plead the case to congress now in the midst of all of that there was a senator. Yeah. A senator named Mitch McConnell. Now, this senator, Mitch McConnell, caught my eye this week because in his statement as to why we do not deserve reparations, not only did he say, you know, we shouldn't have reparations because there's no white person That's alive so now that had anything to do with slavery. Mm-hmm. So why are we going to give you reparations? I almost let him rock with that. I was like, mm, okay, I see what you're trying to say. Right, right. But then he went left, farther left than he already was going. He then made the statement that besides, African Americans already got reparations when you had a black president. president. Really, though. So Obama, is, oh, really. So I think even that alone by saying that, it's it's kind of like saying that having a black president, like... We let y'all have that. Yeah, and it's just like... Like, just know you... And I, I think it just again. also just, you know, reinforces the fact that y'all, like, we're not even supposed to be a president. You know, we're not supposed to exactly. have anyone as a president. Like, we're black people, to be you, you guys are not allowed to get to that level. Like, you weren't supposed to be in power. Exactly. We gave you four years with one of you in power. Right. And y'all didn't do what you were supposed to do with it. Right. So, you got your reparations. Exactly. For, so, a black one to be a president, y'all got it, so y'all keep quiet and let's keep it moving. Exactly. But it's like, no, like, even the Jews, they got the reparations. Like, exactly. come on now, like, like all this other, you know, somebody, people. Um, somebody had a tweet that like blew my mind this week, and they were like, "It's crazy that the Jews got reparations in America for something that didn't even happen in America." They did. I'm like, they, they listen, Jews. They own all the nursing nursing homes, all these little pharma, pharmaceutical companies, companies, whatever. They own it all. They own all the businesses. Like um, where I live, I live um. um in Rogers Park. They own a lot of the businesses because oh, yeah. you would see them, you know. Yeah, and it's like. What do we own as black people? You know what I mean? Even for us to own business, it's hard for us to get loans. You know? Exactly. It's hard for us to, to, be, to get anything out at all in this country. So it's like, no, I do think that some type of... We need to... Black people definitely need to get some type of uh, reparations. But the question is, what is it going to be? It's yeah. definitely not going to be 40 acres and a mule. So I did actually see a post um, and somebody suggested... 
what black people could get as reparations. Mm-hmm. So they have six things. They said we can eliminate, uh, us eliminate, eliminate cannabis license fees and award grants to black cannabis entrepreneurs. Yeah. We can cover down payment expenses for first time black homeowners, increase social security payment for black seniors by 33%. Okay. Um, provide pathway to fed- federally sanctioned clemency for black felon tax. So that includes black felons for, from employment, business license, SNAP housing, and credit mm-hmm. opportunities. Forgive black student loan debt and make higher education free for black students and award startup grants to black entrepreneurs. These are the six ways that they said um, reparations could be paid to black people. We need something. It's, It's so unfair. It's ridiculous. Um, but you know, they don't love us, man. They're Mitch not McConnell, so ignorant, so you, ignorant. You and spoke to us this week, Mitch McConnell, so you already know what's coming at you. And it's like, first of all, okay, yeah, none of you know, no white person is alive that did, you know, exactly. However, you are benefiting the things from slavery, exactly, to which is what Tanahisi Coates did say. You are still benefiting those things. It's like we're still living in the benefit, like the, in the infrastructure the of America is based on a black, you know, it's on built on black people's back. And you know what else uh, Tanahisi Coates said that that matters. He also said that although we might not be living with people that were alive during slavery, we are very well living with people that are alive during Jim, Jim Crow. Crow laws. Yes, so, yes, let's yes. Talk Talk about it, bitch. Yes. Yep. Like, let's really get into the tea. Exactly. Segregation, all of that. Ugh. Anyway. But you know what, Mitch McConnell? For that, for your statement, for everything that you did, mm-hmm. you get our highest honor here at the Cross Culture Podcast. Definitely. Oh, damn. He is He is our Olodo of the Week. Okay. So, basically, so last Friday... Um, women in Switzerland, they went on a 24-hour strike. So basically it was for gender inequality and wage gap. It's crazy that this is like still a major issue in 2019 and, you know, it's just not an American mm-hmm. thing, but in different countries, you know, mm-hmm. all over the world. Um, so basically um, women, they earn approximately 20% less than men. Girl, 20%. Which is a shame. 20%. That's, that's like literally crazy. So basically the strike uh, draws attention to violence against women and the need for representation Female representation um, in, in places of power. Um, so, 24-hour strike, you know, they had a, a big protest. Um, they didn't go to work. They didn't, they didn't do anything. And just to bring awareness for this gender inequality, because it's still a major big issue. And then for a man and a woman to do the exact same job, you know, we both have this, the same level of education, the same type of experience. I may even have more experience than you do, but I earn 20% less than you because you have a penis. Literally oh, makes okay. no sense. Okay, so because you got a penis, literally, that, that's basically literally why I earn no less. Sense. And me as as a woman, even just as a body, my body goes through way more stuff than you as a man. You you just have a penis as a man. As a woman, do you know all all, all the stuff that we go through? Even if we besides, don't even think about childbirth. Exactly. First of all, okay. So you as a man, you earn more. Twenty percent for what? I think twenty percent is is atrocious. It's I think like, it's ridiculous. It's, it's literally atrocious. So what you're saying is that to every hundred dollars you make, I make like eighty. That that's like a big jump, G. That's like a no. Big, it's a big jump. That's a big jump. It's a big jump. It mm-hmm. doesn't it doesn't make sense. Uh, but that's that. Um. So this next um, topic is kind of almost a segue into our topic of the day. Yeah. Okay. So our topic of the day is. Women in the workplace, mm-hmm. all right, which we think is 
very important to talk about, especially as two women, two black women who work. Um, there is an experience that is very unique to us, especially in the workplace, that we kind of wanted to highlight. And in part of this, there was a hot topic that I felt like almost um, was necessary when we have these comparisons. So... What happened this week was with LeVar Ball. For those of y'all who don't know LeVar Ball, he is the father of NBA player Lonzo Ball. Um, he's really known for being very outspoken, boisterous, arrogant. Yeah. Um, he just he did a lot of big talking about the fact that his sons were going to be in the NBA and this is what they were going to do and so on and so forth. So this week he was on ESPN um, with Stephen A. Smith and I forget the name of the, the shorty. Oh, that the was. lady that was there. You said shorty. <laughs> I really forget her name. Um, I, I, I don't know why her name escaped me. However, what happened was they were on their show um, and... She was um, interviewing him, you know, regular talks, regular yeah. talks about what's going on in, you know, sports. Now, she says to him, so are you ready to switch gears? And LeVar responds, you can switch gears with me anytime. Um, now, I really did try my best to keep that a you can switch gears with me anytime. Um, so that it didn't have any connotation. Because now I think that it's being said that um, she felt like that was sexual undertone. I mean, even if you... you Because I watched that interview, that little clip, and her reaction, she was taken aback for a second, like... Okay. But she was taken aback. Did he say? But and that's and that's the the argument, right? So this is the thing cuz now at this point they have banned LeVar Ball from ESPN okay. and so on and so forth. Um so there are a couple of things that like come to my mind with mm -hmm. all of this. One, would this be the same reaction if it was a black woman? Because I, if he said it to a black woman? If he said it to a black woman because on this same ESPN, um Jamel Hill was Mm -hmm. taken off for people being disrespectful towards her. Right. Now, I feel like she was treated like, oh, girl, you you doing too much, and she was fired. And now in this situation, I feel like she took it sexually from him. I don't even... If we're keeping it 100, I don't think he meant it in a sexual manner. I think that her reaction was what immediately added that sexual Not undertone. just her reaction. What's the other guy, too, that was there? The other um, spokesman? Stephen A. Smith? His, his reaction, too. You should have seen his face because he was looking at him like, dude... Like, he he did this? look at him crazy, but I don't think it was like I really don't think he's meant it in a sexual way. He may not necessarily mean in a sexual way, but as a man, you know, you are on TV or you know you're working with women, things like this come naturally for them. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So of course they may be like, oh, I didn't mean it that deep. But a lot a lot of men naturally they when they speak to women, you know, especially mm -hmm. a woman who's interviewing them, a woman that they they view as beneath them, there's always some type of low sexual you know connotation going going there. Even though if like they're like that's not my intention, but it comes it comes out naturally for them without them even thinking twice about it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So the question is, would he say that same thing if a man had said? Okay, let me switch gears with you. Would you say, oh, yeah, dude, you can switch um, gears with me anytime or whatever. Would he say the same thing? For I don't think for so. For LeVar and the way that I think that he meant it, I almost think he would. Because I, LeVar is a type that is like, to me, he gives yes, me that Yes, he's very, arrogant. We know that. He's like, yeah, that but that's everybody. But that's how he talks, though. So it's kind of like... To me, I, I took it as kind of like, let's go. Give me the question. Like, we can switch gears. It's, it's whatever. Mm -hmm. That's how I took it with him saying it. I think that she immediately took it as like sexual. But I could see how she took it I sexual. I could see it how she, exactly. I can see how she took it sexual. Yeah. But I do think it is unfair to take, to ban him, to do all of that without, without, just be, without further investigation, without investigation and it's just like that. Without hearing his side. And I feel like 
it really and it was like it was no further thing and she was just kind of like okay well let's keep on track here and he looked like what are you talking about so mm-hmm. and that, I feel like for both of them to have that okay so we not even communicating the same way I feel like they that was unfair to I him do, and her I do think that for it to be you know, the immediate thing that he's being bad I think that's just a little bit too much and obviously because she's a white woman you know what I mean yeah because definitely like, you know, I do agree with that part of your argument because definitely. Maybe because for me, I've just had that experience so many times. So it's like any little thing like that, it just simply irritates me. You know what I mean? Right. So that's why I'm like, would he say the same thing to another man? Now, yeah, I get his character, you know, but it's not something I, I just, it's not, I don't, it's not like I watch him like that or even watch ESPN like that. You know what I mean? So I do believe that, you know, if it was a black woman, they may not make this immediate, you know, oh, he's banned. Or, you know, if it was even it a white man that easy. said it, even if it was a white man that said it to a white woman, he, yeah. you know, he may not be immediately banned, you know, because we've just seen so many, so many things on TV, even this newscasters whatever where they just make this inappropriate comment you ever heard them being banned or anything like that you know exactly. so I think him being a black man and it being a white woman definitely plays a role however I do think that with nowadays you def- you should definitely be sensitive with the way you talk you know have yeah. more sense you know? I, but You're I do think TV, it came out just- faster then and I, I really don't think and, that, and that's the thing it's like him too because you know he loved white queens yes he do he had a white wife, wife and wife all of that mm-hmm. but he just he just isn't that type of person that to, from, be, to, to be like sexually disrespectful to like a woman. to a woman like that. I really think it was just kind of like I feel like he, he was just he like was he trying to switch. talk to her like one of the guys and she immediately was like, "Well, I'm not one of the guys. You can't say things okay. like that to me." Like cuz I cuz you know, especially when guys be having that talk and they're talking basketball and she's like, "Okay, well, let's switch gears. We can switch gears anytime. Whatever you want to go." And that's how I felt like Okay. He well, said I watched it. the whole interview, but I just saw that little clip and I could see how it was taken that way. Um, the punishment, I may not really, I don't agree with it. I think it's too quick, too harsh. You yeah. know, it's just like, come on now. But that, that does give me to something that you kind of alluded to what you were just saying, right? Um, so as a woman in the workplace, do you feel like you have to be more on guard to how you, how conversations with your male coworkers Of course, are? definitely. Like you, listen, you can't smile too much. You can't even stare too long because instantly it's like, Oh, okay. She's looking at me. <laughs> right. Like then, you know, they smile a little bit longer. No. Um, especially when I, I, I used to be the type that I used to really dress up. I don't dress up to work as I used to anymore at all. I used to, like, wear, like, the skirts with the heels, like, red lipstick. Like, I'm looking professional, but, yeah, I'm looking really good, you know? It's a few men at my place of job, but it's just, like, ugh. It's, like, damn, like, it's uncomfortable. The looks you get, like, you see that they're staring a little bit longer, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I have to, like, be quick. Let me hurry up and just grab these papers and go. Because mm-hmm. I'm not trying to feel uncomfortable, you know? Right. I don't need, even if you're older than me, I don't need you coming behind me and say, oh, hey, sweetie. No, we in this place of work together. Don't call me sweetie. Like, I yeah. look back, you know, some guy, he did say, oh, hey, sweetie. And even, you, know, you can tell he's, like, 50, you know? Yeah, but So still. in a way, I could see how he may have meant, meant it in a way, like, oh, hey, you know, little girl, whatever. But at the same time, it's still, like... No, gee, no. Don't don't call me sweetie, you know? Or don't look at me a little bit long, longer. Um, I remember this one time I went to grab some papers. And it was, like, my first, like, maybe month there. And it was two men, right? Mm-hmm. So one guy was like, oh, hey. You know, he was introducing me, like, oh, this is um, Miss Erica. You know? And the other guy was like, oh, I see why they call her Miss Erica. Ah! I'm like, what? What? Even the way they said it, and you you know they were just yeah. standing, leaning, leaning on the wall, and just like I'm telling you, one was like in his thirties, the other was like you tell he like in his sixties, like old. I'm like, what do you mean? You know why they call me Miss Erica? I I don't like you know I think that especially in the workplace, men have a way of 
always feeling like they have to use this opportunity to shoot their shot. And it's like they don't have any sense of the word professionalism at times, especially when it comes to older men, because older Mm -hmm. men really are like, you know, at least men that are my peers will try to hide it a little bit better. Uh, And maybe they ain't been in the game long enough, so they don't be knowing how to test the waters. But older men especially Mm -hmm. are very, very forward. I had an older, when I was teaching, it was this older man and he always he was Nigerian too, which really pissed me off. Oh, I remember. Um, and he just would always try to just allude that we should have some sort of work romance or I should be his concubine. Like he literally asked me one day, like, you know, he's like, I don't care about my wife. Like when you're here, something like that, you should be my little wife. <laughs> right. So I think the day that he really, really took it too far was this is when the show Luke Cage was on. And if anybody has seen the show Luke Cage, I guess they and I didn't really watch the show. Um I think there was like a euphemism for let's go get coffee and when they whenever they get coffee oh. that means that they were about to hook up or yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's with him and his girlfriend. Um so he came up to me at work and he was like, Do you watch the show Luke Cage? And I was like, Nah, not really. He's like, Okay, go watch the show and then, you know, let's just go get some coffee. Oh my god! And I was like, and I like, I really didn't know what that meant. I was like, is he just trying to ask me on some stupid date or whatever? Until I asked somebody, and they was like, yeah, you probably should report that. Like, oh, he, and this he, is an older man, and this is like an older man, definitely. It's like, and it's just. He's a teacher. Like, I had to work with him. He was like a special ed teacher, too. So it's like I had to work, with, work him. with him. So it's kind of like, and then when you try to kind of explain yourself, too, because I remember I was trying to, like, let it be known, like, y'all, this man does stuff. Listen, the way the they switch it up on you, gets, girl. Get put on you, like, well, you know, you shouldn't set the tone. For by being by smiling by being by saying Girl, good morning, they switch it up so quick. You you start to think like, okay, wait, did I tweak? Did I not? Was it me that I'm in my feelings and I got that? I interpreted that wrong. Exactly. No, I didn't tweak. Oh, I don't like it. It just it's just so uncomfortable. You know the looks, the stares. Honestly, now I don't dress like that. I don't. No, I won't say like that. But I don't dress as you know dressy right. to work anymore. And I'm just even more comfortable because I don't have that extra look. Every now and then I still have the look, but it's like I feel more free. You know what I mean? And, that's and it's just like the thing. you can't yeah. dress professional. You can't dress. You know what? You don't. You can't look good. Sometimes you want to be popping. Like that's just the fact of the matter. Like sometimes you just want to feel popping because I might want to be on Instagram today and take a and little video. Popping makes you feel. And it makes you feel good. Instagram makes you like, feel good. Like sometimes you just want to like. Eh, I feel like I'm a working woman. I am a working woman. Other. You know, and corporate like, America. Have yeah. that whole. You know, like the shows we used to watch when people would be strutting down the street on the yes. way to their job. Like that's the feel you go for and then you get to work and it's like and people look at you and it, honestly even some of the women even look at you like girl she doing that's too another much. thing so so women <laughs> and it's so sad women with women in the workplace can go one of two ways either mm-hmm. you guys decide to be like okay we're gonna be work sisters or whatever yeah or before you know it y'all are enemies and you don't even know what happened for no reason for no reason and a lot of the time i find that when i work with other older, older women they always look at me like Girl, you doing too much. Girl, you too. Who do you think you are? Or if I wear makeup, girl, you got time for that makeup? I made time because I woke up at, at six thirty. I did. I have a perfect example. It's this lady, I, you know, I'm the type that I see you. Oh, good morning, or at least I give you a smile. Like, exactly. I'm not even gonna have extra conversation because I understand it's in the morning. You know, you may, you may not want to talk. So morning, simple. You know, uh, but this particular lady, I just noticed that she wouldn't answer, or she would like legit like. Try not to make eye contact with me. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you're in, like, in the cafeteria and the kitchen, it's like, we're in close space. Like, why mm-hmm. am I, if I'm saying good morning to everybody else, everyone why else Why wouldn't I greet you? You know? Exactly. But I just noticed that vibe. But I'm like, I ain't take it personal. That's how you, that's how you are. It's cool. Whatever. That's how you feel. So there was one specific day I was in the kitchen. And some other, it was, so it was me, 
this specific lady I'm talking about, and another mm-hmm. lady was there. So the other lady was like, oh, Erica, you look so pretty. Look at her. She's so slim. You know, and she was standing, the other lady like, oh, oh look at her. She's cute. so slim. Mm-hmm. And the lady was going to be like, mm-hmm, yeah, I used to look like that too when I was younger. I'm like, oh, girl. So you mad. You big man. You mad that I look like what you used to look like. Girl, come on now. Just show love. Just give me a compliment. <laughs> if, if, that's, if that's what the issue is. Or like I hate when, you know, when you, people try to also doubt your confidence. Or, yeah. or it's almost like, you know, okay, so the whole concept of mansplaining, a lot of men don't get that. Like, I was trying to explain mm-hmm. it to my brother the other day what mansplaining was. And he was just like, no, that's not what it is. This is any other. So, listeners, what mansplaining is, is when somebody already says something and then a man basically resays what you say in their words. And it's almost like you just wanted to hear yourself say have the idea. So, that happens to me a lot. Um because I, you know, I work in a space where it is, a, it is a lot of creative ideas, brainstorming, going. And a lot of the time I will say something and I'm very good at saying, uh, giving a quick and concise thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you really have any pushback, I'll give you a follow up. But I'm great at giving like a concise thought. Yeah. And I have a coworker that that's a guy and he just continues and continues and continues to either say exactly what I said in some other way or he tries to ask me like a million questions like what I just said was not clear enough. right and it's like like no oh, I like try to fact check you too exactly like oh the, the thing that he did that like oh my god I, it took everything in me I to not her. slap him across the table so we were in the meeting and I used the word recidivism mm-hmm. now if you know what recidivism means you do know it is used in a context of um, jail rate like the recidivism of jail rate however recidivism as a word it's kind of basically like a cycle basically it means like the cycle so we were talking in um, the meeting we were talking about some wording in a handbook and I used the word recidivism just because he didn't know what the word meant he literally stopped the meeting and mind you we're working on like a screen so everybody can see the screen right we stops the meeting and looks up the word and then he's like oh okay I see what you meant but it usually is used with jail which seems to have a ne- more negative connotation mm-hmm. so we're not going to use that word wow just like that just like that like just, and mind you we have the exact same position it's not like he's in a higher position than me or anything like that like we are exact equals at mm-hmm. work and if anything shoot I'm older than him so <laughs> how about that but anything but anyway it's just like for you to do that to me, I know if it was a male coworker, you would not. You would not done. do that. You would not have done that. There's no way you would have There'll accepted be more it. Respect. You would have taken, and that, and that's just the thing with being a woman, right? Like, there's always these underlying social connotations that we should somehow be in our place. Exactly. Like you're just not seen as intelligent, and you know. Women are always passed, you know, on promotions. You yes. know, a woman that you could clearly tell that, okay, girl, this lady has been working hard. She, you know, mm-hmm. she stays in extra hours, you know, but just because maybe a younger male is coming in. Exactly. You know, like, you know what, let's give him that possession, you know? And it's just so unfair. Thankfully, you know, the place I work, it's majority women, you know, and my manager is a woman, and she's that, like, no-nonsense woman, you know? Mm-hmm. So she's the one who actually is really encouraging, which I think I'm so thankful for. But it's just the nonsense men that, that are in lower positions, that they're the ones that give me the looks. And I'm just like, gee, we're not, we're not even at the same level, okay? I make more money than you, and you still have the gut to... To, to try to demean me. Exactly. Look at me a certain type of way. You know, now... And, you know, 
it makes you a little bit because you know you're in a place of work, so you have to think like, okay, how do I even approach this situation? Exactly. You know, like I've been called into the office for this man too. Uh, my manager called me to the office. She's like, you know, you know, there's a little. We've heard about a little creep in the office. You know, so I guess he's been like that with other women. Like he asked one of the coworkers um, out for lunch, like continuously, continuously. And then we heard this man is low key married with a child. So it's like, why are you doing this? You know. So she did, like my manager comes to the office like, okay, hey, we've heard about this. So if you had any like. Issue, you know, issue report it, whatever. But then it also makes you think that okay, how serious of an issue for, for you know does the issue need to be for me to report exactly. it? You know what I mean? Exactly. So it won't be like okay, girl, you know we can easily just ignore that or you're doing too much. Does it have to be some blatant like legit in my face? He's holding me or he exactly. says I want to fuck you kind of thing before I report it. You know, it's a stare enough to report. It's a little comment enough to report. That's such a great point because there and I think that a lot of men have started to learn that cheat code, right? Like mm. they've started to learn how to insinuate without necessarily being so forceful about it. You know. Like whereas a man might blatantly touch you or do something like that before nowadays you know it'll be like a subtle thing like a stare a right or a little smirk or just some sort of innuendo. Oh, like, oh you got your legs out showing today? Okay, exactly. Girl. Who are you trying to it's like okay. I see your strut is different. Yeah. What type of little stupid, like, what kind Ooh, of stupid happened? Or, like, okay, girl, work. Listen, I was walking. This man was legit. This other man legit right behind me. Maybe like just two feet behind me. You could tell he was staring. You know when someone's yes. staring. Okay, girl, work it. I see you. Gee, I'm like, what? You know, men, you know or, or men really try to, to hide their little creepy comments under the facade of, I'm just trying to be your sister friend. Like, you go, girl. Mm. Or, oh, girl, you know you bad. Yes. Don't add a yes to that. Right. Don't right. add no yes. No. <laughs> Ooh, try to make know, it relatable. Yeah. Like, this is our lingo. No, like, it's not. No, we are it's, not friends. It's not. Uh, oh, it just really irks me, man. Because then it's like, you know, I'm someone who I like to think before I speak. You know what I mean? I don't like confrontations, you know, especially if you're someone like you're not the person, if you're not like someone who gives like an immediate reaction or mm. who instantly like goes off on people. That's not my character. So things like that, it, it really takes me back because I'm just, you know, I'm really like thinking, like, okay, wait, that happened. Okay, wait, how do I respond? What do I say? You know, how much do I say? So what, because you know men too, they know how to really switch the, this whole thing up quick. Yes. They could switch up on you then, makes you look like the fool and then it's like, you be, you the one being reported. Men, call a man a spatula because he be flipping it. Listen, I had one little drama at my job. I guess this man, this older dude, he was messing with two cool workers. Ooh, okay, Yes, one older one and one younger one. So apparently, I guess the, the younger one like, Went off with him in a place of work. Like, it was like a legit little argument. Before I knew, I knew the girl was fired. Yes. I mean, I don't know the full story. But it just, basically, little details was like, you know, I guess she was doing too much. Maybe she was acting type of way. But I didn't know what was the origin. It's like you was dating both of us. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Girl, but you know what? To even add more layers to this, you know, us as black women, we have two things against us. We're not only women, we're black women mm -hmm. in the workplace. So it's like, you know, as you were saying... It's the same thing. Sometimes I don't even know how I can address things because, okay, same coworker, right? Yeah. Same coworker, y'all. Me and him, we really begin into it at work. So one day we were having like a really, you know, educated 
argument over something, right? Um, and it was something very minuscule or whatever. So then we ended up resolving it. And he was like, oh, my God, Dami, I'm so happy that, um, you know, we're seeing the same side. Because at first, you was all, uh-uh, girlfriend. And then he, like, did the little black girl accent. And then he waved his hand in his head and went all shenane on me. And he was like, yeah, you all, first, at first, you were like, uh-uh, girlfriend. And I was just going to be like, whoa. So, wait, like, this coworker of yours, is he? He's a white man. He's a white man. White, okay. white male. Um, so, at that moment... It took everything in me not to be like, oh, no, you didn't. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you're not going to have that. But you know what? I did give him a classy clap back. I was like, I just want you to know that the fact that you added that much connotation and undertone to what I just said to you was very racial. Mm-hmm. So then he, you know, he flipped up because I said the race word and our boss is right there. And then he he hits me with a, no, I'm a gay man, so it's okay. It's or a something. gay thing. He was like, it's a gay thing, not a black woman thing. But the gag is... Why gay things are black, black women things. things. Yeah. But anyway, so that just made me that just <sighs> that just put in my mind like this is how you see me. So every time we I'm t- I'm trying to tell you something that is actually right in the workplace, you think I'm having a hood girl tantrum. Not even a hood girl, it's just like, oh you you're a mad black girl. Yeah, like you just instantly see me as a mad black woman. So it's yeah. like I feel like half the time we're at work, I'm trying my hardest not to be deemed as, as the mad angry. black woman. Like I and it's like sometimes things just end up getting to you too much or you're volunteering Listen, yourself too much. It's a regular trait of human trait to get angry to get irritated exactly. to get annoyed okay so just because I'm black I doesn't mean I don't have a right to become angry you know exactly. it makes you uncomfortable because she's like how do you express yourself you know it's part of an expression and of course knowing you it's not like you getting all disrespectful and you like cursing people out no exactly it's like one thing about my, me is I know how to communicate I can communicate right. and I can advocate for myself. So I know there's never been a point, especially in a professional setting, where I have lost my cool and my temper to the point that you can get that right. image of me. Right. And that just that's just the thing that we as black women have to deal with in the workplace. Mm-hmm. It feels like we can't advocate for ourselves. We can't speak up. We can't have a opposing a, a position on something nope. without being told that we are be, we are doing too much. Nope. We're getting loud. We're getting ghetto. And you know, and and the sad thing is, it works on all fronts. It's not just if I had a white male coworker. It's, it's any yeah. coworker, yeah. right? And and then you know, even to have to worry about how I look at work. Me and my sister-in-law talk uh. all the time about, girl, you know, I'm not trying to switch my hair too close for these white people don't know <laughs> who I am. And that's, and that's a thing I think like a lot of black women have to worry about. Like, mm-hmm. dang, I can't even switch my hairstyle too much at work before they deem this as a black girl thing or I'm being ghetto at work. Exactly. Or, or it's not appropriate for work. Exactly. Like she told, like um, my sister-in-law was telling me, she has like some kinky curly hair right now. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, one day she just kind of like pushed it back, but she let it be free in the back, mm-hmm. right? So then the day after that, she put it in a bun. And one of her male co-workers was like, oh, I see you tamed your hair today. Tamed? And she was like, mm, the fact that he said tamed, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I wanted to say something, but I had to let it go. You have to pick your battles. And that is the black women work experience. Struggle. You have to pick your you battles pick all your battles. the time. You, o- you always have to pick your battles. All At this time. point, you're never, you're never fighting in the battles, okay? Exactly. The, the battle be- becomes within yourself. Exactly. Because you're at home in front of the mirror like, Okay, how should I wear my hair today? Exactly. Because before you know it, they're going to say my hair like a lion, so I ain't tame it today. Exactly. You know? I can't wear this color lipstick because my lips are, are actually oh, my hair full can be this and it's going to look too much. My hair can't be this color. Because, exactly. But white women, they be having different Big hair colors. Hair, this, that, and the other. Different. They do whatever they want. Like, it's sometimes when I'm in the workplace and I see white people re- having an uproar with one another and I'm like, <laughs> look at that. I'm right. like, woo, you speaking, you speaking bold <laughs> to the white man. Like... <laughs> 
<laughs> and, but that's what it is though because I know I can never voice myself in this manner without it becoming a problem without you feeling threatened without it being like oh shit she might she might get her cousins on us right like, oh, she's mad like, today no like this is that's the thing that is the thing with being it's just hard it's and then it's on though. top of it you know that you're not getting paid the same as, as people it's exactly just, it's just it's, it's a constant battle based on how you look you know Oh, you look tired today. What's going on? I ain't got no eyeliner. No. That's what's going on. People love to do like, that. People now. love sneak dissing like that. Like, oh, you look, what's going on? It's like... You know damn well I just don't got no makeup on today. Like, it's not being funny. Right. And then like, it's like... I'm not going to stage rest sometimes I don't wear makeup to work, you know? Uh, and it's just like, oh, I cannot not go to work without makeup. But it's like, girl, I'm not finna hurt myself because of this people. I ain't trying... I never day when I go... When I dress up, I dress up for me. And of course, to look presentable, to look professional. Mm-hmm. But not to please your eyes, okay? Exactly. Not for you to either give me a compliment or to diss me. Not at all, you know? So it's, it's too much of a battle within ourselves as women as how we need to look you know like oh can I wear this dress does it show too much of my figure exactly you know because um, one lady said oh Erica be wearing those little dresses I'm like girl my dress is not even that short my, my dress like it's by my knee okay it's just kinda, I have long legs I wear heels so you know you may see it as oh she's looking sexy but uh, I'm it's sorry. just like <laughs> I know blessed. how to accessorize and exactly. it's also like as women, I do wish that we got like menstrual days because that's a whole nother bodily <sighs> thing. And I think that that's where the whole idea of women can't be in charge are, which I think is like a complete like oxymoron because it's if, if anything, men could never go through what women have to go through when we're on our menstruations and, and still go to work, you know, and mm-hmm. still feel like I'm going to push through the day and have all that emotional baggage on you, that physical labor on you, you know, to, to be able to have a child in the for people to be like, all right, six weeks later, you got to come back to work or you lose your job. And that's where it's like, we have to go through all of that. We have to do all of that. And we're still underappreciated. Exactly. Or you're not giving certain promotions because they're like, oh, she's going to have a baby soon. You know, it's like, to me, that's crazy that people have, people put my life planning into my career. Yeah. Like, there are so many places where it's like, mm, she ain't had no kids yet. So I'm not going to promote her because when she starts yeah. having kids... You know, or it could be like, oh, she has kids, so I'm not going to promote her. Because yes, like, oh, she, she may have certain off days. She may have to know, have parent-teacher meetings with the kids. You she know, put her kids first. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Of like, which is crazy to me because it's like that also sets the expectation that men don't have to be fathers. Yeah, You know right. what I mean? Like, so as a man, you wouldn't also shift things around for your child? I wish they don't. Which a lot of them they don't. Which is a whole Which other, a lot of them don't. That's one thing I'll say I'm really grateful about my job, about it's you know, women leaders. Like my manager is a yeah. woman. Our director is a man is a man, um, but manager woman, supervisor woman, team lead woman. So even when you do have those menstrual days and like, you know, you feel a little bit more comfortable to say Yo, I sent an email like I'm not feeling good at all, you know. And like, even if you come look at me, you could see it in my face. They're under, they're understanding. Like, oh, you know, I call off or you know, it's time where I just even really go to work. They're understanding, yeah. you know. And I think just because they're women, they get it. They get it. You know, like okay, she's not pretending. This is real, you know. Even if you don't, your 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 menstruation or your cycle may not be as you know difficult as other women, but at least you have an idea. You know, you, you know. have an idea. You know, <laughs> what's an excuse that you've had to use with a male coworker for when you're on your period, but you ain't want to blatantly just be like, I'm on my period. Leave me alone. Uh, I would just say my stomach hurt. That's a that's a that's, that's just the quickest that's thing. That's the go to. You know, my I, stomach like, I'm, hurt. Oh, I'm just I'm not feeling good. Oh, what's wrong? Gee, I'm not I'm not feeling good. That's all I would say. My stomach hurt. I start rubbing my. Oh, oh, is this time of the month, huh? 
Well, I, you said it. I hate when men tell me what time of the month it is. <laughs> right. Don't tell me it's my time of the month. Like, oh, it must be time of the month. You you acting a little bit, you know. Like, no, I'm just upset at you. You're acting stupid. So I'm not on my period. I'm just upset upset at you. How about that? Uh, it's not easy to be a woman, man. It's not easy from, you know, the low pay, from the attitudes, from, you know, not getting promotions, from not being respected, uh, from not being valued, you know, because you, exactly. you, you went to school. You have your degree, okay? Exactly. You did all the work to you get there. You had the experience the to get there. And you're a good to. worker. You know, you know your stuff and you're working hard, even maybe even harder than all your, your, your male colleagues. Exactly. But then you're not, you know, acknowledged at all. Um, it's it's not easy. It's quite unfair. Shout out to all my women out there with jobs that's holding it down for, yes. for everybody that's doing what you have to do, do for everybody yourself. For yourself There's a building, for your family, yep. There's establishing my female CEOs, my female Exactly. Women. No matter what position it is, yep. Yes, that, that you're doing your thing. That you're doing what you gotta do. Period. Yep. That's all it. right, that was our topic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, guys, we like to get into our black excellentes. Oh, black excellence. I'll go first. Okay. All right. My black excellence for the week is none other um, than the amazing rapper, songwriter, producer, Missy Misdemeanor Elliott. Missy Elliott was inducted into the Songwriter Hall of Fame. I believe she's the first woman to be inducted into the Songwriter Hall of Fame. And Mm. she deserves it. They're like half of my childhood is Missy Elliott. Yeah. Like literally, like she is just iconic from videos to fashion to her own way of, of music is so unique to Missy. And, you know, I'm proud that she's up there with the with the guys getting acknowledged for what it is that she's doing. I think she's the first female yeah, rapper. That's, that's it. Did you just say that? Yeah. Oh, sorry. My mind was someone else. Yeah. Um, first female rapper or even first rapper? I think the first... Let me even look at the, the exact... The but I post. think that's, that's just wonderful. That is just wonderful. We will give y'all the applause, but... Technical Woo! difficulties. Clap it. <laughs> Girl, that's your clap. <laughs> that's how I be sounding sometimes in my ear, like... Uh, but my person, um, I don't know if I mentioned her before. Her name is Mo Abudu. I just so love this woman. Um, so she is a Nigerian television producer. Um, and she is the creator of Ebony Life. Ebony Life TV. So it's like a, a African um, TV, net, TV network um, in Nigeria and other African countries too. And she is... Uh, she has been honored to be um, a chair mm-hmm. at the 47th International Emmy Awards Gala. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is so wonderful. That is amazing. You know, to acknowledge a a black woman, an African woman, a Nigerian woman, you know, to be part of the chair for the 47th International Emmy Awards. I think Mm -hmm. that's just so wonderful. So to have her be part of that, and, you know, to have someone to represent, like, you know, the African narrative, the African culture. Yeah. I think that's so wonderful. Um, So, yeah, I give it up for Mo Aburu. (laughs) 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 What? That's another one. Uh, okay, let's go into our TV. All right, Real Housewives of Potomac. Okay, it's getting spicy. No, they starting. They turning up. It is getting spicy. The drama is for real. I look. You forgot what happened. What happened this week? What happened? Okay, so Monique had a baby shower. Oh, she had the rainbow baby. Yeah, baby shower. Okay. That's wonderful. I um, didn't know the meaning of a rainbow baby. I did. Yeah, yeah. I never yeah. heard of it before. A rainbow baby. For those of you that don't know, is the baby that you have after losing a baby. Yeah, after um. Like any sort of loss yeah. of, a, of a baby. I think that's so, wonderful. Um, yeah. So she has that. Um, and then, of course, Ashley and her husband, they were crying at the baby shower. So definitely not to take away from their experience. 
But, you know, they've had some... I guess maybe being in where someone else is celebrating life, maybe they felt it more. Mm-hmm. But something about Michael just... It just is not genuine to me, you know, because... Last season, he was just saying he they, they separated because they didn't want to have a baby. Well, he didn't want to have a baby, and she wanted to have a baby. You right. Know? <sighs> so and then this this hook this, this there's this concept of him being gay. Oh no, bisexual or liking black men, whichever it is. Yeah, he likes black men. Okay. And then Katie, Katie. Okay, so she came back. Katie looked season. like a crackhead. Listen, how. She was in the first season. She looked posh, looked cute, looked nice. You know, her little weave was done. She was that like, you know, I'm half black, half white. I only date white, yeah, white men kind of woman. You know. But now, girl, her weave be all jacked her up. She always her has outfits, sunglasses on. Girl, her outfits are jacked up. Yeah, you could like, tell she's she on pills. Yeah, you could tell she's doing something. She's like doing she's not, It's not just it's like she's stressed. She's going Vicodin, she's, she's, she's on it. You could Dang, just tear. No, she's on it. Because then you they show her like, you know, they like to get you on your embarrassing moment. They show her like sleeping longer than usual. Yeah. When, when you're supposed to be up and dressed, ready for the show. They so they showed her putting her wig on. She looked girl crazy. looking like a crackhead. Um, but that's pretty much it. Karen and her little drama. Candace uh, and her mama. Oh, okay, now so that drama. Candace needs to move out of her mother's house. So okay, for those of you that don't know, so Candace is like a beauty queen or whatever. She's definitely in her thirties. Yeah, pageant. Uh huh. Um, and her and her husband live in a house that her mother owns. Right. So they basically pay rent to her mom. Right. But her mom uses that as a way to like manipulate her and hold it, it over her the, and yeah. talk down to her. Like they, she be cursing her out. They they get into it a lot. Calls her a dumb bitch. Yeah. So oh it's like at this point, you need to gain some independence, and you and your husband need to find your own yes home. and you're bratty you can tell she's really bratty herself yeah she's a, she, she's she bratty. Get on my, they both get on my nerves yeah uh let's so tammy i did you watch it so i didn't watch tammy's show i watched basketball tammy roman tammy has show. a new show um so the first episode well i don't know if you say it but you know he proposed to her i don't know if you've seen clips oh well they married at this point so. yeah oh yeah girl they've been married for like two years now over a year um, so he proposed to her on the show. So they just, I don't know if the show is really going to be interesting. Tammy show? I don't know. I think, I don't know how much, because you know all the celebrities, um, uh, reality TV shows, there has to be some type of drama. Yeah. Or something that makes it really worth t- tuning in, like at least every episode, season to season. So basically, well, it's just been the first episode and his dad came on and, you know, his dad was against her being with him because oh, she's cause older. Because she even when you look at it, it looks like she should be dating the dad. You know, that's how we look. So they talked about that and he apologized and that was that. Basketball Wives, I watched it a little bit. Bas- I watched it. I thought Jackie Christie wasn't going to be on this season. but I thought so too. But it looks like on. she is on this season. Okay, so this drama with... um, They bring back the Jennifer. Girl? Oh, the, the Asian girl. What's her and- name? I forgot. We're not going to call her Ling Ling because that's what... That's rude. That's, that's, what, that's Evelyn, what Evelyn called her. You know what's crazy? <laughs> I want to... I really don't like Evelyn. Like, and I think that, you know, I think I'm starting to have some sort of thing <laughs> with, like, how she she another one. She got that Cardi syndrome, too. She another one that'd be like, oh, I'm from the Bronx. Yeah. So, therefore, I can say and do whatever because I'm tough and I'm from a tough neighborhood. And it's like, you really think the Bronx is the toughest neighborhood in the world or it's the only tough neighborhood in the world so you can say and do whatever you mm-hmm. want and nobody's going to check you? Mm-hmm. Like, you're rude. Like, don't nobody call you Ana Maria Rosa. Like, exactly. that's rude. Right. So, Guadalupe. Yeah, don't nobody do all of that to you. So why would you think you would just call her Ling Ling and say that they do exactly. this and they do that and just do nobody be mad? 
Um, but that's that. Um, yeah, they bring that old drama though. They bring all the old. But Shawnee seems like she was about to fight Jennifer at the party. Shawnee trying to keep these ratings, boy. She trying to let them know I, that but, she but is. First a of all, it's your party. Why would you get that mad and then leave your party early because Jennifer came? Shani, How about you? Sh- you send Jennifer out. She did that thing that I hate when mothers do when they wanted to be mad. Talking about you said that about my child's father. Therefore, you said that about. Uh, you disrespecting my kids. So I but why did you have that kids. reaction in the beginning, though? Because Exactly, right? Because it was like, she been disrespecting your child's father. Granted, Jennifer should have never made that comment about Shaq. So what she said, y'all, was that, you know, why she acting all surprised that Shaq could have slept with one of her friends. Because Shaq time, slept with many people You know, already. it ain't the first time Shaq slept with a bunch of people, mm-hmm. which is disrespectful. You could just, just say you mad at the comment. You don't have to be like, you disrespecting my kids by virtue of you disrespecting their father. Shut up. That, that don't... It's so unnecessary. Stop trying to make A plus B equals C. Like, yeah. you, you mad because she said that that was a rule. She shouldn't have said and that. And so Jennifer showed up at your party. So you're mad that she's at your party So you get all feisty Like you're ready to fight A party and then- that you did say It was okay for her to come to before you found that she out, she said that in the, in the beginning she was like, you know, I'm not extending the invitation to Jen, but if, but she, if she comes, plus one, you know, you know, but this then you leave. But, then but I think what made it worse was how the black girl's name, Kristen. She came like up to tell her some new information that Jennifer said. Yeah. Why would he say that at the party? She said, because you know what it is. They these girls be scary because they on camera. Yeah. They scared that. Oh my god. I don't you like Kristen, you I gonna like you gonna see that I knew this by this time of the show. So let me tell her before when yep. we watch this, she don't say I knew and didn't tell her like. Yep. They be too scared about that stuff. I'm like, no, y'all, just use your sense. Like, it really shouldn't even be that deep. At all, at all. Like, I don't think it's that deep to just be like, hey, you know, I wasn't going to tell you at the party because it wasn't the time and the place, but Jen did say this about you. Exactly. But it seems like it's going to be a dramatic um, season as well. The little, um, you know, clips yeah. that they show. Mm-hmm. They're going to be fighting, and so we'll see how that goes. Exactly. Oh, girl, it's a new show called Girls Trip. So it's coming July 15. Lil' Kim, Maya... Okay, that's a good combination. But B. Simone. Oh, B. Simone on that show? And um Chili. Chili, that's just good. Um B. Simone and what's the other light skin girl? Um Evie Pretty, something like that. Oh, no, she's talking. really skinny. You know her. She's Oh, 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 oh. She she on wilding out sometimes. Yeah, she on wild out. She makes out raps, whatever. Yeah. It's like, why would you have Chili, Lil' Kim, Maya, and then with this Because they're trying to appeal to younger generations. But why them? Because they're trying to appeal to younger. That's it. It's like oh, who, who, combination. Who else is going to be part of it that they trying to appeal to that would do that type of show with them? Like I feel like I would watch it just with just them. But that's because we still of the generation that recognize Lil Kim, Chili, and and my, like we still recognize, recognize them. them. Yeah. those eighteen year olds that are probably good. Not they, really. They don't know. They that, probably yeah. have no idea who Maya is. Girls trip. What? What is this going to be? I about? think the premise of the cruise? show is like they're on a cruise, which is already stupid. But it's like. It's like y'all really about to be doing a reality show on a constant cruise. Like, are we really gonna like, watch y'all this? on the boat? Every like, look, Kim, go get your own reality TV show. On she a different really should have been just got her own reality TV show. Because it would be interesting. Like, I, 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 I watch think we stuff. all are interested to know what Kim is doing. Like, come on now. Ugh. You know, Chili used to have a, a her reality show. Did you ever watch it? I look, you think Chili and thought, and we just don't know it. You think so? I have thought vibes from her. I don't get that. Well, I watch her TV, her reality TV I watched show. it a little bit. Where she was, you know, she, yeah. well, Floyd Moore, let's say Flay, what's his name? Floyd uh, Mayweather uh-huh. came on it. Yeah, I watched that show for a little bit. And it was it was okay when she was looking for a man or looking for exactly. a woman today. Oh, that's that. We'll see how TV goes. Oh, I watched um, Beats. You watched it? Was it good? No. <gasps> so, okay. Are you serious? I'm, I'm like very serious. So I watched it this morning, actually, because I was like, man, we're going to do the podcast. I, I want to be able to talk about it. 
Um, I'll give highs and lows because Anthony Anderson is a pivotal character and mm-hmm. I love Anthony Anderson. And I will say that you can tell he took this role as a way to kind of like broaden his catalog because now we're starting to see him as TV dad and yeah. funny guy. And I think he wanted us to know that he can he has more range. Um, however, the storyline was inconsistent. Uzo Adibe was in it, the you know yeah. crazy eyes. Yeah. She played the mom, which is it was it was nice to see her something other than crazy it, yeah. eyes. But I just didn't. I just and she's thought, from Orange is the New Black. Yes. Um, the thing about movies that I get over, and it seems like Netflix does this a lot with black movies. They just take a bunch of black tropes and throw them into a movie. Yeah. So a bunch of the tropes in this movie was. Um, mm-hmm. older man tr- who used to do music but messed up in the music mm-hmm. game but sh- now he found a young kid the kid is traumatized or some mm-hmm. sort of way so now he's trying to teach him how to do this but the mama don't want to because she already done lost the baby and wow you know, that's what it's about uh, yeah that's really what that's really oh the core of it um, Dave East was in there I was oh, surprised really? that Dave East he held his little character. Wasn't super impressed, but for Dave East, I he was did impressed. His thing. Uh Dreezy was in there. She made it seem like she was doing more than being herself. Uh I mean they didn't call her Dreezy, but she played a female rapper, okay. so the difference, I don't see it. Uh. Um, and that was it. It just was a lot of like high, low dramas, different storylines that didn't super correlate, but you threw it in there, so I guess. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely was a Netflix movie. Um, well, I watched Men in Black yesterday. Did you? Yeah, I went, I went with my little sister. It was uh, good. Was it? It was, I, we enjoyed it. We enjoyed oh, it. You I want to watch Shaft. Yeah, I want to watch that too, definitely. But Men in Black, it was decent. It was entertaining. You know, it had the typical Men in Black vibe. That's cute. You know? um, it was a good movie. With Tessa good. and um, yeah, um, Iron Man. I mean, uh, no, Thor. Thor. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it was a good movie. It was definitely That's cool. worth That's watching. Cool. Definitely. All right, let's get into music. Music. So Ed Sheeran's album came out. I haven't listened to it yet. But oh, it's out already? I think so. It is. I, can't, I think it came out Friday. Did it? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, he definitely has a lot of features. He has and a lot of features. I like those features. I like those, those features. Features was- include Chance the Rapper, mm-hmm. Cardi B, Camila Cabello, um... Who else? I saw a bunch of other names that I was just like, oh, you go, boy. Yeah, you, he got all the R&B and, and hip-hop. Yeah. He got LMA on it. Yeah, it's like, which I, I would actually love to hear him and LMA's voice together. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I love me some Ed Sheeran, actually. Yeah, I do like him. Um, So that's that. That's good. I don't think it's out yet. Is it? I thought it was out. I heard like somebody playing mm. some songs from it. Um, Nicki Minaj, Meg- Megatron. I listen to it. Um, I'm not crazy about it, me personally. I mean, yeah, it's a decent little reggae tune, but it's not my girl. Why you got that face? Because <laughs> she, she ready? Because no, because I mean, it's it's, it's, I it's nothing to. It, I don't have. It's nothing to talk shit about. You know, it's just. I think it's just like a little tune, but it's not something I'll add to my playlist. That's for me personally. You know how I feel about Nikki. This is the thing. We talking about her song. We ain't talking about no deep Nikki damn, politics. Damn, can I talk you? Do you instantly no, cut me off? No, my bad, but let me I want you to be real it. about the song So first. let me be real about right. it. Okay. Here's the thing with the with the, the Nikki thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like the song like the song isn't like I feel like it's hitting the purpose that I think it's intended which is like I feel like it's supposed to be like a clubby you know summer little vibe thing I don't mm-hmm. take it as like a serious song per se you know what I'm saying like I took it as like a fun poppy radio let me just get some stuff out here I don't think the song is bad that's the thing I don't think the song is bad I think people are trying to make it seem like what is this this that and the other but I'm like 
I the way that I know Nicki Minaj, I don't. I don't always hear every single song she make and it be like straight bars. Here go Nikki, you know. No, Nikki I mean that's what every artist. No but artist I, makes a hit to hit to hit to but hit. But I feel like whenever she do come out with like a song that's just like this type of song, she's critiqued so heavily about it. I'm just like, no, nah, I just think it was like to me it was a fun like little summer vibe song. Like it's a song that you listen to in the club and you like ah, you know what I'm saying. But I don't, I didn't take it as it's supposed to be like. The this song that's supposed to like really I'm scared one to ten with the song. I give it a seven. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I like the song for real. I like the song for real. You might not like it. That's your opinion, but I really like it. Y'all, well, we know how she feel about Nicki Minaj. And, and don't Drake. make I ain't when you do that. Don't make it a it's because of my bias. That's really how I feel about the song. I, I had, all I said is you guys know how she feels about okay. Nicki Minaj and Drake. You know, our audience who listens to us every week, you know. Um, and it's not just me that feels this way. I feel like most people that have heard you, they know how you get. And it's something yeah, wrong no, with being a loyal you, fan. No, no, no. You are a loyal fan. That's what I like about you're, you. You're taking, you're making this. Okay, Drake just dropped those two songs, Omerta and. Oh, have the you listened thing. to it? I listened to both Is of them. Good? I heard it was good. I think they're okay. I, I didn't really care for the Omerta like that. I mean, I like the flow, like I like the the mm-hmm. bass. But again, that's not a song that I'm like listening to like mm-hmm. that, like that. I like the song. It's like, oh, it's a it's a cool song. That's another seven to me. I like his other. What is you're it? Money better. That's really. Good. With huh? You're doing really good. Don't do that, cause I've been like this. Y'all the ones that y'all just be loving conflict with me, so y'all love to make it seem like oh this is that any other. It's if anything, well, y'all well. on the extreme, like no, no. I, I've never I, been on the extreme. I'm always neutral with those artists. Well, that's how I feel about you know. I always keep it how I feel. If I just always feel strongly about it, then that might be it. But that's mm-hmm. just how I feel about it. Good job. Oh, Steph London and Lil Baby. So, Steph London, she's a rapper from London. Um, they have a song called Put the Phone Down. Uh, have you, did you listen to it? I'm not a Steph London fan. I don't really care for her. Oh, really? Yeah. I like some of her songs. She has this little gym, you know, reggae vibe London rapper thing going yeah. on. That's which is what, because she's Jamaican, <clears throat> that's really what it is. Yeah. But this, I didn't like the combo. I'm just I don't like, care for really none of her songs like that. Mm. She, I like boasting, but that's not even really her song. Yeah, but even her other song that was really popular, it's not like an original. The I think it was that one. Eh? Yeah, you let me, let me, let me, you know that song. Yeah, um, I forgot how it goes, but you know. What I'm yeah. <laughs> 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 but I think it's a sample of something else, right? It, the, the, I feel the, so. It sounds yeah. so familiar, like yeah. Mm-hmm. It's one of those old reggae. Yeah. Yeah, it's, not, it's not original. Yeah. It's not original. So I don't really know any of her real original. Steph London is another artist that's popping because she likes skinning curves. Damn, you think because she's well, I definitely do think that plays a major role. I don't, really, I don't, I don't think in her, she, in her genre too. I don't even yeah. think she. Yeah, and the fact that me. she's the only one who's able to really cross over from London, like in yeah. a short span. I mean, good for her and all. Yeah. But there are like other major, like you know, yeah. hot, like going in, like real female, bars female, yeah. in London, you know. That they've not crossed over, you know. Yeah. I don't know if that they just don't want to, or they've just not been given the opportunity to. I think that so Steph London is flirting and then getting features, and then the songs are coming out. Yeah. Like that's what's happening. But I think she's also with QC though. That's crazy. Yeah, because I was watching a little interview. Interview. Yeah, she is. She's watching a little interview, and she's like, I guess her manager introduced. We always talked about her to who, who's this QC that's, head? That's uh, P. Yeah, and then um, they have another one called Cool Chubby or something like that. I think so. Um, so basically, then that's how you know that's how that has sung with French Montana. That's how she got the feature. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Meg the Stallion doing big things. Um, she has an Apple Music doc coming out soon. That's good. That's I'm interested because in she seems to have an interesting one. I didn't know both her parents were gone. 
Oh, her dad is gone. I yeah. think I saw a recent Her post. dad passed before her mom. So her mom was her last parent, and then, <sighs> which is super unfortunate. Um, and she was just like her dad, too. Yeah, she does. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Meg Thee Stallion is also now going on tour with Meek Mill and that's Future. in August. You know what? I, I should actually consider going to that one. I, I really do want to go. It's around your birthday, too. Yeah, I, I actually would. Just, just for her, that's it. Yeah, I'm not like a future. Well, I like Meek album. I ain't gonna gonna cap on oh, me. Oh, I, I don't but, listen to Meek like that. But so I don't know. Future. Um, Trina, her new album is out. Listen, we talked about it yesterday. Oh. Trina album, yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah, I uh, love it. I, I really like it. It's I'm called the one, and it came out Friday. Um, it's really good. I really like it. Cause initially I was like, okay, all her songs. She only has one song by herself. Yeah. The rest were all features. The autumn features make sense. They're all they all make sense. They're all all make good. Sense. They're all different. Trina really came back and let us know she who came. she was. She and she, she's doing. Like yeah. I'm like, dang, we sitting here talking about city girl this, hot girl this. I'm like Trina. Trina is, is the, the original, original Queen of Miami, Queen like, of Summer, like, hot babe. All this talk that, shit. Yes, all this that everybody's is is a phase now. Trina mm-hmm, did did that. Mm-hmm. Like and when I heard Baps, well, that's the song with her and Nikki. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, Trina and Nikki really are like literally the the original. Like this is this. I heard like Meg in City Girls. That's that's how I felt. Mm. Like this is like oh, this is where this comes from. Right, like, they're original. Those are the that's their style. And this is her sixth um, album. This album was supposed to come out like damn near two years ago, but I guess they had a lot of you know issues with clearances and other things. I'm glad it's out. I think one of my I like the song with um, Lil Wayne. I did like that song. I like that song. I didn't know her and Wayne used to date. Girl, they were engaged. I didn't know he that. He proposed to her. I didn't, I didn't know you didn't know that. that. Yup. He proposed. He proposed to her. I think they did it for like a year or two or so. Um, but I, you guys check it out. It's actually really good. And I think it's actually one of the top um, albums on I think it went number Apple. one. It went number one. Uh, I'm Girl happy ahead, for her. Trina, yeah. It was a really good album. Gucci Mane, his new album also came out this past week on Friday. Um, it's called Delusions of Grandeur. I didn't listen to it. I didn't, I didn't even know Gucci album was coming I out. I didn't even do no promo or nothing. Gucci just living his Girl, best married life. Girl, Gucci himself. I guess. Him, uh, him and Keisha doing him and, it. Yeah. I've not, I've not listened to it yet. I don't know. I'll listen to it whenever yeah. and, know, it um, comes up. The Double XL freshman list came out. Okay. So I think it's one of, one of the few first times or a few times where I kind of knew some of the people, you know, a oh, lot funny. of the people on it. Oh, you, you know, did? That I, I do know more. Normally I'm like, who's this? Who's this? Uh-huh. You know, it's always little this, little that. But um, Mac Stallion was on it, which is good. Meg, Rico Nasty, Rico Nasty. Tierra Wack. She I was like, on it? Tierra Wack is okay. on there. Oh, I like true. Tierra Wack. Yeah. The baby. The baby was um, on it. What's that guy that's on? Bust it. Bust it. I don't know. Ta- Tatiana, that's song. Oh, well, uh, Blueface. Tatiana, he was on it. Yeah. Um, the other people escaped me. Yeah. It's be- that's beyond my reach. Yeah. I-, I just feel like. But Blueface, why is he on it? I feel like Double XL be capping. And that's the thing. It's like you're supposed to be a voice of the culture, but instead y'all sitting here following behind trends. Because Blueface don't need to be on there. Like a lot of them boys. And I feel like it's a lot of. I also feel like. There's a lot of neglect with a, a lot of Chicago rappers because, truth be told, yeah. it's a lot of Chicago rappers that should have been on there. Yeah, I think um, Queen. Queen Key should have been mm-hmm. on there. Juice World should have been on there. One Four Seven Cowboy should have been on yeah. there. Like it's just a lot more people. Like One Four Seven Cowboy basically had the song of spring. Like you couldn't go nowhere without hearing. Oh that really? MVP what song? song. Um, dang. That song that oh my god now I can't. Think. I just don't know a lot of their names. I'm gonna play it. Hold on, let me find it. <laughs> but um, 
you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of them have... I think they, they put little to no effort. They just look at whoever has, like, the little song for the little season. Just one song of the season, and then that's it. When the beat drop, you'll recognize Because I'm like, I don't know this. Oh, I think I know it. Yeah. The beat from the drop. You <laughs> 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 think you know it, but you're like, wait, I don't know it. Okay. I'm with the man. Hey, I'm with the man. What was you thinking? Hey. hey. Where was that? <laughs> Oh, it's him? Yeah. Chicago rapper? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's a Cal City boy. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think they put little to no effort. They remind me of BT Awards, too. They did a little better. This, they did better. They I'm going to watch the BT Awards tomorrow me and too. critique it from start to finish. They did better this time. They but did, normally, but it's nonsense. It'd be, it'd it's be nonsense. all caps. But yeah, guys, um, I think anything else you got any other shows? Anything going on? Um, No. Um, Just you know. A, a, that's it, really. I'll say a, a little quote. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's really short. It says, any society that fails to harness the energy and creativity of its women is at a huge disadvantage in the modern world. I think we see this in our workplace. You know, we don't put efforts, you know, in our women's um, energy, creativity. We just put it aside. And obviously, we think about all this many countries with all these issues, I think you look at you look into it. You see, like the women's literacy is really low. Yeah, you know what I mean. The education for them is low. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's one of the ways to make a country a better place. You know, invest in your women. Period. Come on now, we created the world. Come on, literally. Um, but I announced a man. <laughs> okay, guys. You know we love you guys. We do. You guys been standing with us. For three months, 16 episodes, cross-cultured, our very first ep- our very first podcast, and you yes. guys have been consistently listening, and just with the support we get on social media, you know, that we get personally, you know, via text, phone, whatever, we really love you guys. But, you know, I think it's a little time for us to say this is the end of season one. Yes, it is a season, this was season one finale. Yeah, you know, we got. We just got, you know, we, gotta, we have to get a little things together personally. We got to come back bigger and better. Yeah, you know, you know invest know. more in our podcast, make it better, you, you know, know. Take a little time, create more content for exactly. y'all. Exactly. We already know these three weeks going to be busting. Yep, get our guests together. Listen, we're going to come, come in straight and hot. I know y'all, they're going to miss us, G. You guys are going to miss us, and we're going to miss you, too. But that's why you need to follow our social media page at Cross X Culture Podcast. Like, re-watch all the episodes. I mean, re-listen to all the episodes. Hey, listen. They're soon going to be watching our episodes. You never know. Period, period, period. Okay, okay. All right, you guys. It's been a great episode. I am Dami. Erica Mona. And this is Cross Culture.